welcome back to 90.3 WMFC Upper Montclair with Random Fair Deep Dive Media Show with your host, Midge, and guest, Sean. Yay! So before we start the show, I'm just going to say the social media and stuff really quick. So if you want to listen to our backlog, you can listen to us on Spotify and Google Podcasts, which is F-A-N-D-A, wait, no, F-A-N-D-O-M-F-A-R-E. And that's the same as our Twitter and our TikTok. And our Instagram is F-A-N-D-O-M underscore F-A-R-E. Because Instagram won't give me the one without the underscore in it. Because Instagram is mean. <laughs> give these people a follow. Give me a follow if you'd like. If you want to know when we're going live. Or if you want to just listen to some funny moments without listening to an entire like hour-long episode. Go to TikTok. Um, yeah. So uh, now that we're here. Uh, so this this fine uh, Sunday afternoon, we are going to be talking about Resident Evil and also known Sean. As Sean's hyperfixation. Yahoo! <laughs> uh, so uh, Sean created a lovely document for us to go through called "From Stars to Umbrellas: An Evolution of Resident Evil." And I love it. Yeah. Well, um, this all s- so. I'll, I took opportunity of Sam not being here because Sam is not very well versed in the Resident Evil world. No, she's not. So, literally, like, the opening line of my document is, uh, says, Welcome to the first and most likely last episode of my favorite video game series, Resident <laughs> Evil. Welcome to the first and most likely last episode of us talking about uh, one of our favorite video game series, Resident Evil. <laughs> it, it's true. Like, Resident Evil is just, like, very interesting. Like, when when I was doing re- before I was doing research, I'm like okay, like other than like bioweapons, it seems like pretty like based in reality. Yeah. Then I was reading more about Umbrella. I'm like, this is less based in reality than I buck wild. This all kind of like stemmed from like me and Midge talking about how I wanted to do like something Resident Evil themed, but didn't quite know what I wanted to do. At first, I wanted to do like kind of like a rank system and say yeah. like, oh great, yeah. This is my least favorite game, which probably would have been six or six or eight, and then this would be my my most favorite game, and then everything in between I would talk about. You would have said some controversial take. You said a controversial take there by saying eight's one of your least favorite games. I said what I said. He <laughs> said what he said. <laughs> I just want to acknowledge the controversial take. Is it a controversial take? Maybe. Maybe, perhaps. But it is my controversial take nonetheless, <laughs> and I stand behind it. Okay. But um, this mainly came about when we were like talking, and you're like, yeah, it was kind of interesting how in uh, the end of uh, Resident Evil 7, how Chris is now working for Umbrella. I'm like, that is that is very and interesting. It's blue. <laughs> yeah, because... Granted, I'll probably be doing like PR stuff in my mind while I'm saying this, but um, it's very interesting how like in the first game Chris is fighting against Umbrella to seven and eight when he's essentially working with or next to Umbrella, which is buck wild. Yeah. Uh, if you would like to go into your uh other 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 things. Yeah, so I guess before we get into like any like other craziness, it's probably like good to establish what these two organizations are. Yeah. So like Umbrella is basically like a pharmaceutical company. I think I'm something like a either like a Pfizer or like a CV. Yeah, Moderna. Mo- more like a Pfizer, yeah. where like they offer both medical, medical stuff as well as kind of just like everyday stuff. Right. But um, this is started by essentially three eugenists. <laughs> You know. Yeah, because, you know, uh, 
that's great. That's <laughs> Not normal. really, but like, no. But um, I, Midge would know the names more than me, but like. Spencer, There's Spencer and Marcus, the two others. And <laughs> some other guy whose yeah. name I don't know. But anyway, like um, in the late 60s, they kind of like put this whole company together and immediately start researching about this one flower. I believe it's in like West Africa. Yes. Where um, they're like, oh, we really want this flower because it could be like, it could have like kind of like, because. Uh, I got the other guy's name. Okay. So there was Oswald E. Spencer mm-hmm. and Edward Ashford, those are both, apparently they are prominent British royal descendants, and then they also worked with Dr. James Marcus. Okay, work. And yeah, so they, what was it? It was, it said here somewhere, it was something about a flower. Where's the flower bit? Hold on, yeah. I'm trying to find I have it. it in my doc, but like, um, they basically like found like a flower in West Africa and said that we can kind of capitalize this and like do like yeah. kind of like bioweapon testing with it. And that's how we got the... Pr- Progenitor virus. Yeah, progenitor. Progenitor. Mm-hmm. I know words sometimes. I also know words. Apparently, I didn't know in that moment. But um, they they were experimenting in West Africa. They're like, oh, let's bring it to the U.S. It didn't work. No. So they're like, okay, well, do most of the research there, and then when it's mature enough, essentially, they'll bring it to the Pacific through. Uh, I'm not talking about revelations, but like just like something about revelations. There's basically. Like, ship in it yeah called the belonging to the Paragus line company which is essentially how they get from west africa to the pacific ah. <laughs> is through uh like basically like a guise of cruise ships where it's like oh like you bring bring uh whatever you want on this uh cruise ship and while like docking the station while they're docking they're putting biomaterial in the ship and transporting it back Fun, fun. So they do that for a while until the 90s when both the mansion incident and the Raccoon City destruction incident, I just call it the Raccoon City incident. Yeah, the Raccoon City incident. Happens. And then after that, like, the public kind of gets, like, very disillusioned with the umbrella. And by 2003, they are bankrupted and have to basically go under different management under different names and that and then eventually it turns into blue umbrella by 2017 yeah so that's umbrella but stars which is actually an acronym and in my uh, doc at, at a point i stopped putting the period between the between the letters that's fair but um it's short for a special tactical and rescue services which i thought it was going to be a little <laughs> i thought it was going to be a more fun name but uh no very but, normal but uh, they essentially work with uh, the Raccoon City Police Department, RPD. RPD. And are, it's basically just like a SWAT unit, essentially, yeah. and they turn into a SWAT yeah, unit they, Yeah, yeah, by, by two, they have their whole office and RPD. They're essentially a, a SWAT unit. Yeah, but um, I thought they mainly, I thought they dealt with bioweapons. They're more just a SWAT unit. Like, yeah. in my research, they dealt with the anti-terrorist operations and urban crime scenarios. So, like... Yeah. No real mention of like. I think BOWs weren't really like seen as a thing until the raccoon, until what happened in the Arclay Mountains. Yeah, I, that's probably like why, but like, I guess, like, I guess watching the games, you think like they're like specifically trained in bioweapons, but. No, they have no idea what they're doing. Unfortunately, they're not. I also thought they ran for a pretty long time. They started in 1996, I believe. So two years. And then by November November 1998, they were dissolved 100%. Yeah. So it's 
interesting to see how because in the second and third game, like stars is still like pretty. Like the the like the mentioning of stars is pretty prominent, especially with three, because Jill. <laughs> yeah, like, but, but it just turns out that there's only like three, three yeah. people left. At least in Raccoon City, because Barry lived, but he wasn't there. Yeah, same thing with the people in like Zero. Yeah, like, it's Rebecca. Yeah, Rebecca has lived at the end of Zero. But past zero, we don't know really what happened to her. Like, mm. I think if I think a few games have like kind of like alluded to like stuff that she did. Like, she did do her report at the end of the day. Right. But, yeah. Um, there was yeah, that was an RE two, right? Like, yeah. The the I think there's like some like ex- like port version or like something where she is mentioned, but like she's not really prominent into from the start. Like, right. I think it was more just like a remake they put her in, but not the remake from 2019. Oh. So, the th- the last three members were my beloved Jill Valentine, uh, Chris Redfield, and Brad Vickers, which is a pilot. But um, we also have to mention Wesker, I guess. Uh, oh yeah, Wesker. He well, Wesker is a double agent for uh, Umbrella. Let's get that yeah. out of the way. Yeah, a triple agent. Pardon me. <laughs> And triple agent. Yes, because he works for Umbrella. He was working for Stars, and then he's working for another company to steal Umbrella secrets. Work. Try <laughs> some. But um, so Umbrella basically funded Stars. Yeah. Which I think is wild. Fuck wild, even. But uh, since they funded it, and Wesker was such a prominent member, they're like, we want someone on the inside, so let's put Wesker as the captain, who's like also like insanely powered and. Well, like, he wrote up here something about him being part of, like, a... There being, like, a Wesker project. Yeah, so, like, I want to say he's, like, some sort of kind of, like, genetically enhanced superhuman. That's about right, because the man's very fast. (laughs) Very fast, very strong. And then he... Which, like, I guess we can start, like, going into, like, the beginnings of everything. Umbrella. So, um, before the, before the mansion incident, like, a, a lot of things that we already talked about, I kind of, like, talked about. For, like, years. from, like, the 60s to the 80s, like, they just did, like, a lot of, like, basically testing both in here, in the U.S. and then abroad. Like, um, the Nemesis in Resident Evil 3 was right. it's essentially tested in Japan. And then the facilities in both 2 and 3, although we thought that they are connected. Oh, I thought they were the same place, all right? I thought they were just like... No, 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 no. I, honestly, when you said that, I'm like, that makes a lot of sense. Then I was doing my research, I'm like, they are on two different ends of the city. Yeah, so you know how there were just like two... I think the entirety of the below of Raccoon City was infected with labs. Oh, yeah. And sewers, where yeah. giant alligators live. Giant alligators. Um, <laughs> Giant zombie alligators. Other zombies. A nemesis was down there. Yeah. Um. So a, like, a, a Mr. X was down there. Yeah, but essentially it's just they did a bunch of testing in these 20 years. Yeah, yeah, and then yeah. they built the facilities in the early 90s. Eventually they started doing stuff in the Arkley Mountains that got Stars' attention, which brings us to the first, uh, not the beginning of the end, but like kind of just like... One of the first, like, catalysts that brought down Umbrella. Yeah. Which is the mansion incident. So, before we actually, like, go to the mansion incident, there's basically a train incident, too, that brings you to the mansion Mansion incident. incident, Because that is why the mansion incident happens. So, like, a week before the mansion incident in 1998, 
there was a train that was attacked by T-virus infected leeches that uh, stars members from the Bravo team went to investigate, being led by Rebecca Chambers. Queen. And fa- they also found a, basically like, a, not a military, well, a military criminal where like he was a captain somewhere but had to like was basically like taking the fall or something oh so he's probably like dishonorably discharged yeah but he was up for execution that's the thing oh that's fun billy cohen and billy cohen is just a dude at the end of the day a guy like uh rebecca also rebecca is 18 in this title that's a little that's a that's younger than me yeah she's working she is 18 working for stars why who allowed that also stars is like ex-military most times yeah so that's wild that's fuck wild 18 and working for the military Fun. i salute you rebecca <laughs> i salute her rebecca chambers we haven't seen you in forever girl. but uh they're like stuck on a train like everyone died on the train because of these t-bars infected leeches they go yeah. to like a training facility that has both wesker in it and Birkin in it from uh, Resident Evil 2 because Wesker and Dr. Albert Wesker and Dr. William Birkin are both prominent members of Umbrella with like their testing. And William Birkin is actually the one who tripped the the self-destruct sequence, which like in this this episode you will hear the self-destruct sequence at least three different times. <laughs> There's this video on a this like two and a half hour like video on YouTube of uh, the whole like history of it, and and one of the comments is like take a shot every time <laughs> every time you hear <laughs> hear the self-destruction sequence. So they they fight something in the in the lab. Birkins flips on the self-destruct sequence and they essentially leave and Rebecca fakes Billy's death because Billy was about to be put put to put to death somewhere. Mm-hmm. So she's like, "Billy, I got you." And she's like, "Wait, isn't that the Spencer Mansion down <laughs> down that mountain? I need to see what that's all about." Yeah, so apparently the Spencer Mansion was also specifically built to hid, hide the lab underneath it. Yeah, that it makes just sense. didn't exist before they put the lab there. That someone I think they actually killed the architect who made the lab. Spencer had the guy who made the mansion killed to keep the secret of the lab. I I don't doubt it. Like, yes. That, that's right. a smart business. Uh, smart man. <laughs> but um, so that's the train incident that leads to the mansion incident. Ben. So a week later, the Alpha team, which is different than the Bravo team, because the essentially in Resident Evil Zero, the Bravo like, team, the Bravo team is either met or, dead or missing. You know, besides Rebecca. Besides Rebecca, but I'm sure like they didn't hear anything from Rebecca past zero. Oh wait, no, she put in a report. Yeah. Okay, whatever. She probably got the heck out of Raccoon City before anything happened, though. Good for her. Yeah, but you know, Rebecca gone but not forgotten. Anyway, the Alpha Team. So the Alpha Team comes to investigate the Bravo Team with a bunch of the people I mentioned before: Captain Wesker, with the Stars Agent Chris Redfield, my beloved Jill Valentine, Pilot Brad Vickers, and Billy Burton. Which I believe Billy. Barry Burton. Barry. Why did I write Billy? You wrote Barry. I, I you said did, Billy. I wrote. <laughs> Uh, okay. You know, words are funny sometimes. <laughs> so they they find the mansion. I don't know. They're looking for something else and then stumbled onto the mansion. I forget exactly how it starts, but uh, they go to the mansion and then one of their other comrades, I believe his name is Frost, is attacked yeah. by a pack of B.O.W. dogs. So then Brad, who is fr- flying the plane, is like, 
I'm scared, so I'm going to leave the four of you for dead, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he he's up in the air until the end of the game. But um, all of them go into to the mansion where Chris and Jill are essentially split up. Yeah, uh, Jill, uh, Barry's with Jill. Right? Yes, I believe Barry. And is I with think Jill. Wesker just straight up disappears, right? Yeah, I think Wesker kind of just pieces out until you know. When he needs to come back, he is like that meme of the guy disappearing when he does the peace sign. <laughs> Bye. Yeah, which uh, I guess I don't know if it's like it. Is it like a both situation or like a one or the other? I it is like... a one or the other. Oh, oh. It's kind of like uh, yeah, I think it is a one or the other. But I think they probably do meet up at the end. I would I would think so. They both escape. So like yeah. They... <laughs> But uh, I probably would have chosen Jill. Oh, yeah. Jill is also the easier route to go with because Chris may have, like, the ability to take on more damage, but he has less space to get things, and I think he's also either slow or... uh, There's something about Chris that makes it harder, but also the fact that you don't have Barry, so you don't have, like, a companion. I feel like he has a companion. I just don't know what his name is. I don't know who it is. It might actually, I don't know. It might be some other member who d- probably dies because we have no idea who it is. Um, yeah, but... Um, but I think Jill is faster, and I think Chris might have more health, but I think the entire thing is just inherently harder when you you are Chris. Yeah, but, but you know, exploring the mansion, and they go, they find a lab yeah. in the basement where they are testing the, I believe, the tyrants. Yeah, T-Virus, so it has to be the tyrants. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was thinking about that. I'm like, yes, that makes sense. Yeah. But um there that's when Wesker kind of reveals himself to be like kind of like the double agent who's yeah. actually been working with Umbrella the whole time. Then he mutates himself. Then well, I believe he injects himself with the virus yeah. first. Then yeah. he mutates. Then all of them have to have to fight basically their boss <laughs> to capitalism destroy it. Yeah, so he he turns into a BOW essentially. They had to have to destroy it. And then after they destroy it, guess what? A self-destruct sequence engages. There it is. A self-destruct sequence. There always is one. Yeah, so they go to the top of the mansion where Brad picks them up and they believe Wesker is dead in whatever lab is in the basement. But in, indeed, Wesker is not dead and escapes before the mansion self-destructs. And that is essentially the mansion incident, yeah. where like that is like the first moment where like people were like, okay, something's fishy going on with Umbrella. Yeah, hold on, I'm just looking at, I'm just looking at the, b- 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 oh, I see what happens. So, um, in the game depending on which character the player chooses to assume control of chris or jill either barry or chris are separated from the rest of the team during the chase and do not make it to the mansion so if you play as jill chris is separated from you but if you play as chris barry is separated from you okay i'm pretty sure that's correct so either way uh jill is going to be in the mansion yeah but either um, oh wait, hold on. Actually, it looks like Rebecca is in. Rebecca's Chris's uh, partner during the campaign for him. Really? Yeah. Wow. So that means oh, probably because she's like stuck. She he probably finds her somewhere, oh. and he's just like oh, hi Rebecca, because she's okay. probably the only one on Bravo team who survived. Yeah. She probably uh, finds her somewhere. 
Also, the thing I told you at the bus, Chris just has bad luck with partner. Yeah. <laughs> Except for Rebecca. Girl survives. But then she quits. And then she quits. <laughs> which is understandable because the girl is 18 and is dealing with zombies. Yeah. Someone said, I guess like there's like a basketball reference in the game to her. <laughs> and they're like, they're like, um... We believe that after the Raccoon City incident, she just went to play with a basketball team, and now she's having the best time of her life playing basketball. Good for you, Queen. But um, two months after the mansion incident, Stars has been. I did not know it was two months after. No, yeah, it's like literally like two months after. I thought it was like a year. <laughs> no, no, it's literally like two months after. Every by that time, everyone is disbanded from Stars and has switched over to Raccoon City SWAT forces. Yeah. Where Jill, Chris, and Brad are the only real like stars. We'll just put that in quotes. Left, but they're working off the record because Stars is disbanded. Yep. But uh, the reason you don't see Chris in like the first in uh, either two or three, this is wild. Crazy even. This this whole Raccoon City incident is <laughs> wild. So Buckle wild. up. <laughs> Buckle up. Um, is <laughs> because he's going on a European vacation by himself that is also a guise to spy on Umbrella. Let that sink in for a second. The band set went, I'm going to go to Europe real quick, and also I'm going to be spying. So I, I think it's not really a vacation. I think he's just spying on Umbrella. <laughs> I think he's just Jill, I think that's probably like the reason he gives to get the time off to RPD, but it's actually just I hope he got PTO. Uh, he, <laughs> he better have. He better have. Especially since, I don't know, the entire city explodes. <laughs> Yeah, Jill risked her life, as well as other people I will mention very soon. We will get to them. <laughs> risked her life to get out of the city, and he's like, you know what, I kind of just want to go on like a little cute vacation. He also, like Wesker, is the guy who disappears in that gif where he's doing the peace sign. <laughs> he's uh, like, I'm out. <laughs> pretty much. So, Jill, this is, uh, this is uh, Resident Evil 3, by the yes. way. So, Jill is in Raccoon City, and... I'll also be talking about the remake versions of 2 and 3 for the viewers, because I believe the originals have like slightly different yes. plot lines. So, so, technically now I think the most canon version of these events are the remakes. Yeah, so I'll just be sticking with that. Where it all starts on September 28th, and everything will be done by October 1st, both in 1998. So Jill is just doing her thing in her apartment, and she's about to leave for her assignment. Conspiracy when, board. Yeah, she has a whole uh, whole conspiracy board thread and everything, <laughs> and she gets attacked by a BOW in her apartment that we later know to be the nemesis. So she she is attacked by she is attacked by nemesis, and she has to go outside to the street where literally all chaos is breaking loose because there is a large T virus infection. This is where it starts. This is how this is the this is essentially D Day. Yeah, I think uh, I think Raccoon City is like a, a fun place. I think you could get some cheap property there. Oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, it'd probably be New Raccoon City, but like. <laughs> <laughs> So she she's doing she's doing jail things and she's trying to uh, she's trying to get out of there when she is attacked by the nemesis, and the beloved Carlos comes out of nowhere. Carlos Oliveira, my the beloved. Car- yeah, Carlos Oliveira. 
I definitely mispronounced that last I think it's all these, yeah, yeah, I don't know. Carlos is there. Carlos is there. And Carlos shoots the nemesis with a rocket launcher straight to his chest. Also, Brad, a... also Brad is dead. <laughs> oh, yes, yes, yes. I forgot to mention that Brad meets a, meets a Jill somewhere. and They he's meet like, outside like her apartment building. Yeah, they're like, things are going down. We need to leave. And uh, Brad sacrifices himself to save Jill. And like, if you do a certain things in two, I think as if you're playing as... I don't know who you're playing as. I think Leon. Leon, you see the Brad zombie outside RPD. I think that's in the old, like the no, original. No, that's ver- two. That's remake. It's in the remake as well. Yeah. Oh. I think about like in like two, how like you have to like do something and whatever. I'll I'll, I'll work with it. But <laughs> uh, Brad Brad sacrifices himself for Jill, and so that's why Jill is able to fight the nemesis because Brad sacrificed himself. Yeah. So she meets up with uh, Carlos and his crew in the subways where you were introduced to his two surviving friends, his captain, Mikhail, and Nikolai. Mm. We'll talk about Nikolai in a second. (laughs) Where they're both attempting to escape through the subways, but the subways are down. Jill does something where she gets them operating back up again, defeats the nemesis for the first time. It's all good. So they get the subways running again. And that's when you find out that Nikolai double-crossed you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Also, they work for Umbrella. They were there to, do, like, essentially aid or, like, help people escape the city. Oh, so they're yeah. not just random guys Jill met up with. They no, have, they, they have, have weapons. They, yeah, they have military backgrounds. They are military backgrounds. Like, they are, like, ex-rebellion people sort of thing. Or, like, they work yeah. for, like, resistances, and then they're working for Umbrella. Yeah, they're probably, like, anti-bioweapon yeah. services or something about it. Like, UBSC, I believe. Yeah. I don't know. It's probably. all right. Don't worry I, about it. I, I'll work with it. But uh, Nikolai double-crosses you, and the nemesis actually attacks the train. Yeah. And Mikhail sacrifices himself, which derails the train a little bit, so you're separated from Carlos. So Jill's doing Jill things again, and then she winds up in the town square where she has to fight a bigger and faster version of the nemesis. Fun. So Jill does Jill things, and then nemesis is is defeated. But before he's defeated, he injects Jill with the T-virus, and she she basically takes a nap for a day. So, while she's taking her nap, Resident Evil 2 is happening with Mid. Are you ready for it? Yeah, sir. <laughs> My beloved Leon Kennedy is introduced. Yeah, <laughs> oh, My lo- beloved Claire Redfield. <laughs> yes, Leon Ken- Kennedy. I still don't know what the S stands for in his name, but it's fine. Scott. Work. Yes, Scott. <laughs> Scott Kennedy. Work. So, if you ever thought you had, like, a bad first day of work, imagine your first day of work is during the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> this poor man. So, he is RPD, and he's he's a rookie, and he's trying to report for his first day when he goes to, like, a gas station and is overrun by people with the T-virus still, I believe. Yes, they yeah. are zombies. Because the big thing about Resident Evil, it's just a letter and then virus after it, but they don't really make a lot of distinction about, like, which is which. They all kind of work there's mostly the same the but tyrant virus well also like the normal people are like infected with the t-virus and they're just normal zombies yeah so i don't know it's a little it's a little weird a little suspicious so leon goes to a gas station where he meets claire redfield 
Which, if that last name sounds familiar, she is Chris's sister. Younger sister. But Chris did not like to tell Claire about his little vacation, so she is in Raccoon City looking for him. <laughs> they're, like, outside of Raccoon City. Yeah, they're outside the city limits a tiny bit. They're but, going like, into Raccoon City, and, yeah. Yeah, so she's like, I need to find my brother Chris. And Leanne's like, this is my first day on the job. I don't know who this Chris is, but sure, I'll help you look for him. Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, we're going to the same place? Let's go. Yeah, so they go to RPD, separated by burning cars. Yeah, uh, what happened is that truck. Yeah. Because the guy gets infected. That's like the little opening sequence thing. Yeah. The trucker okay. guy he gets out of his truck, and then he's like, are you good? <coughs> the zombie gets infected, goes back in the truck, and he's just driving to Raccoon City, and then he comes in after Leon and Claire do, and he crashes. And the truck explodes. And the truck explodes, and they get separated by it. So Leon eventually gets into RPD, clears all of RPD out, and then he fights a person infected with the G-Virus, Dr. Birkin. Yeah. So after after that fight, he goes to a parking garage where he meets another beloved character, Ida Wong. Oh no, no, he's fighting Mister X in there. I don't think Birkin. I don't think Birkin no. shows up until. No, he fights him. He fights him before uh, uh, Ida shows up. What? At least in the play of the law, I was watching. That's Ida. so weird. I swear to God that you don't see Birkin like transform into the big ma- monster thing until they're in the lab. No, he he like goes through like several transformations, but like he still has like the eye on his shoulder oh. in like one of those like earlier fights. Huh. I don't know. Capcom, call in if you have answers for us. I guess. I'm not telling you the number. I don't know how to use the phone. I don't think I really know how to use the phone. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know but, that one ADJ taught us how to do it, but I don't remember what they said. But essentially, he finds Ada, and Ada is like, "I have an informant, and I'm trying to get the G virus," and uh. She she's very like hesitant to like work with like Leon in the beginning. Yeah. But um eventually she kinda just like warms up to him, but like not before leaving him to find more information. But at the at the same time, multiple things are happening at yeah. the same so, time. Yeah, So like like Claire and Leon are like running around yeah. the station. They have no idea to each other in the station. Yeah, so Claire actually finds a young girl named Sherry. <gasps> Yes. Sherry. So she's with uh, Sherry. She's like, Claire's doing Claire things when they're also attacked by Dr. Birkin. But Dr. Birkin doesn't try to, like, attack them or anything. Because guess what? He sees his daughter, Sherry. <laughs> Which uh, I believe Sherry has, like, some, like, antibodies for, like, the Yes, G. that's why she's so important. Yeah, so she has, like, some, like, kind of, like, antibodies. She has a, a pendant that has um, G-virus, uh specimen in it or something yeah. like that that's why burke annette her mom yeah put her with irons to protect her yeah so but then so, that didn't work out yeah <laughs> soon after they they run into said woman annette. annette and annette takes sherry with her but lee but uh claire has to fight uh irons i believe yes she fires yeah, but um, before Irons tries to kill her, he is killed by a a horde of infected. Right, right. So then they 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 join up, they join up again. Then Leon finds Ada again, where they are jumped for Annette for the second time. But then, yeah. It, but Leon doesn't know who this Annette woman is. It's just someone shooting at a uh, Ada. We trust for some reason. Yeah. But uh, Leon, the gentleman that he is, takes a bullet for Ada, and okay. then kind of like goes unconscious for a little bit. They Ada lands up getting trapped in basically an industrial furnace. By oh Annette. yeah! <laughs> she's like, y- you know too much, so she's trying to die. Yeah, she's trying to kill her. So classic move. 
eventually Claire and Leon kind of join back up in a series of events that I'm probably forgetting. Yeah. So they go they go back into this underground lab and here Annette tells Leon that Ada is not what she seems. Ada is actually a mercenary that is trying to find the G virus for her employee. Oh, that whole dramatic bit where like they're hanging off the edge of that bridge and yeah. then Ada drops. Oh yeah. my god. I I'm getting there. But um Annette's basically just like, Don't trust this woman. She's she's not who she thinks she is. She's not trying to find a cure. She's literally just working for someone. She is no better than the person who made the virus to begin with. And he was like, okay, whatever. I'm still going to try to save her, which goes back to the aforementioned hanging out the bridge. Like, yes. after another self-destruct sequence. You know, self-destruct sequence, engage. Leon has the, has like a, basically like a sample in one hand and Ada in the other hand. Yeah, and he's he like, is. I can't save you both. And Ada's like, I'll make the decision for you. And she drops. They... Um, Annette dies in the process, and Sherry, no, yeah, Sherry, Claire, and Leon all find a train, train somewhere in the facility yeah. and try to leave, where they're attacked by Birkin and the Tyrant for the last time. And, like, um, Birkin's in, like, this really gross form where he's just, like, eating up the train. <laughs> yeah, like, final form. Like, he he's just basically, like, eyes, and, like, eyes and body mass at he, this point. He is, like, a meatloaf. He, he is very meatloaf, yes. <laughs> so, uh, Leon is able to defeat them with a rocket launcher, which is a staple in Resident Evil. Like, that's yeah. the a lot of time, that's the last weapon you'll get is the infinite ammo rocket launcher. You know, classic. So, they escape Raccoon City, not to know that the next day that Raccoon City is going to be destroyed. So, back to, back to Joe's story. She, it, Carlos, Carlos finds her as she's waking up and brings her to a hospital. They find the cure to the T-virus in there. Mm -hmm. And while Joe's recovering, he has to clear out the hospital again. Right. And he's also with another guy? Yeah, Tyrell. Tyrell. Yeah, someone, first name Tyrell. <laughs> first name Tyrell. Last name, I don't know. No, his last name is Tyrell. I don't know his first name. <laughs> oh, last name Tyrell, first name. Uh. <laughs> yeah, so they go into the underground lab. And but Carlos goes without Jill, and yes. Jill's basically like, "Where's Carlos?" And Tyra's like, "He's out down in the lab." But so you know, there's a missile that's coming towards Raccoon City in like a good like day or so that will de destroy everything in sight. And the only way to really like stop the missile from being launched is if they give them the cure before it is launched. And as I just said, Jill just took the only cure, <laughs> so she. Jill does Jill things in the lab and is Please. able to synthesize a vaccine. Dr. Jill Valentine, apparently. We love it for her. We love it for her. A military, a military trained woman is also a doctor in this scenario. I don't know. It's just I think it's one of those like liquid balancing games, isn't it? Yeah, pretty much. But like I, I like to think of it as she's playing doctor for. Yeah, a she's bit. really good at it, actually. She finds Nikolai again. Nikolai takes the vaccine from her and says, "Play nice with the nemesis." Right. <laughs> So she has her fun here, second to the last fight with Nemesis, where Car or her and Carlos work together. She defeats the Nemesis, and Carlo thinks he dissolves it with like acid or something. Right. So she finds Nikolai again, but guess what? The Nemesis oozes through a wall and is just like a big, massive something with big teeth. He has big teeth in he this game. Big. If you know what Nemesis looks like, good for you. <laughs> in your brain, you're like, oh yeah, 
yeah, Nemesis. <laughs> so Jill has to find fight the Nemesis for the very, very last time, and she uses a rail gun. Yes. Which, if you watch the sequence in the game, it destroys the ground beneath her. Yeah. So a normal person uh, aiming this this giant like electromagnetic gun at this creature sure is a cool bit. Isn't it realistic? Not really. But well, uh, Jill is military trained, and that's the only difference I can give you from a normal person. I will show you like videos of like an actual real gun being <laughs> being <laughs> fired. No way would she have survived that. But it's fine because it's Jill Valentine. It's fine, girl boss. So she goes to the roof, and and uh, Carlos and Jill find Nikolai for the last time. Nikolai and uh, Carlos tussle a little bit, and Nikolai destroys the vaccine before Jill's eyes. And she's like, well, there's no same in the city at this point, so it's kind of just getting out of here at this point. Yeah. Jill, Jill shoots Nikolai, and he falls to the ground but doesn't die. Yeah. And the two of them go on a helicopter ride. Carlos outside. and her, yeah. Yeah, Carlos and Jill go on a helicopter ride. Ba- I think it's Barry who saves them. I think it's Barry. At least it wasn't the original. In the in the remake, I think she just shoots him. He falls to the ground, and then they go on. The... No, no, I mean Barry's in the helicopter. Oh, I think, I think that was at least in the original. It's Barry in the helicopter. I think in the remake, Carlos flies it. Oh. So Carlos flies it, and as they fly it, it is October first, where the nuclear missile just whips by them. <laughs> And it uh, it destroys Raccoon City. And, and I think that is where we're going to stop for now so we can go on an itty-bitty break. Nice. So we're going to go on an itty-bitty break, and we'll be back after the itty-bitty break. So we will see you then. And welcome back to Fandom Fair. And we are talking about Resident Evil. There is evil in this residence. Absolutely. So with... Uh, with uh, what we said a few a few minutes ago, obviously Raccoon City was destroyed. So Rip. so after that, Umbrella basically goes under trial for like the next like five years. So by two thousand three, yeah. they are they're entirely like bankrupt because they rule in the favor of Raccoon City. So they have to pay for the whole damages of an entire city. I mean, obviously, yeah. Did they want to get away with that? <laughs> no, like it's not superhero roles where you like blink and like the destro- destroyed city turns new again. Yeah. <laughs> but um. This is now miraculous ladybug where ladybug has her lucky charm and then she can make the city go back to normal. Okay, this is real life. <laughs> but because the the price of this was so high, they had to like literally like, sell sell all their stock, all their pro- uh, all their land, all their subsidiaries. Like everything was. They had to get rid of everything. Everything must go. <laughs> Everything's gotta go. So, soon after, a organization called The Family, I believe. Oh, I don't know about this bit. All right. Me neither. This will be new for both of us. Oh, fun. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, take everything we say with a grain of salt. This probably came from Oh, yeah. I, I should have made a disclaimer at the beginning of this episode. I did this research <laughs> very last minute. <laughs> so, if something is not right, just wink and say that it is. <laughs> So the the family I believe is kind of just like basically just like a splinter group mm. from like the original Umbrella Corporation, where they are making more aggressive bioweapons on behalf of Umbrella, even though it's dissolved. And then later on down the line in like Resident Evil Six, it's under the new name of Neo Umbrella. So this is oh, led fun. by someone named Derek C. Simmons, which is more. More impactful in, like, a later title, but, like, he's the one that is kind of just, like, taking charge. He's the new version of Wesker. Even he's Wesker, too! Well, like, the thing is that Wesker is still alive oh. in this timeline. Wesker, 
one point five. So they're both they're both working together but separate because um, Wesker is no longer working for Umbrella or yeah. Stars or anything. So like he's kind of doing Wesker things. So this goes into like the plot of four, where Leon is in Spain, looking. And engaging with a... He is going to save the president's daughter. Yeah, so, like, this game doesn't have, like, a lot to do with Umbrella as a whole. No. But the but in 5, that has a lot to do with Umbrella, Las Plagas, which is the bioweapon in Spain, while, he, while Leon is trying to save the president's daughter, is a big part of 5. So I kind of just, like, combine the two together. Smart. So... There, there's a bioweapon in four that takes over like this entire this entire island in Spain that also has the president's daughter. Yeah, they have the president's daughter because they're gonna use her as some sort of like, I don't know. Uh, oh, they want to use her essentially like a a virus bomb where they're gonna infect her and send her back to America. Okay. I think that's why it is. Yeah, but um. Also, our beloved Ada shows up once again. Queen. Because every title that Leon is in, Ada has to be the love Ada interest. Ada has to be there. Yeah. The like, girl boss. Like, I don't have, like, a ton written down for four. For four. You're not a lot of umbrella stuff in it. Yeah, because it really isn't. There's just, like, a virus there that um they're going to, they're planning on bringing back to the U.S., but, like, just the Leon, Leon stops it at the end of the day. Um, Ada is working with Wesker at this point, I oh. believe. So, um, her her other client in two, obviously, she doesn't work for them anymore, the and she's doing the same thing that she was doing in two in this title, where, like, she has to bring a sample to Wesker, which probably is what triggers the events of five probably <laughs> so right before after after leon like defeats everyone and they're about to leave it leaves without a trace with his with his sample of the virus and she's like good luck getting off the island essentially and then so he leaves via jet ski which i think is funny actually leave via jet ski and it's that one glitch where uh if you go and then you leave ashley behind Oh, gosh. There's a glitch where I there's something funny with that jet ski. I know it's like a pretty famous glitch. Yeah. Anyway, on to five. Yeah, on to five. This is a this is another Chris title where he is working for a different organization, the Bioterrorism Security Assessment Alliance (BSAA), and is dispatched to Africa where he sees many many people who are dis- who are dead from the Las Plagas uh, virus from the game before. Alpha Team is dead. And surprisingly, he sees a picture of one Jill Valentine who is supposed to be dead. So he's like, so- something doesn't make sense. I Wait, mean, what happened to this girl between three and five? Hold up. <laughs> I don't know. The, granted, like, I skipped over a bunch of games. So, like, there's probably, like, lore and stuff in there. That, maybe like, in Revelation something happens. Maybe. I'm not entirely sure. It's been a while since I saw Revelations as well. So he goes into he goes to talk to partner number four, Shiva. Ah, Shiva, hi. <laughs> and eventually, Chris Chris is like, I can't report back to BSAA. Like, I need to find out what happened to Jill. So they get like a file somewhere that like leads them to this cave that has a lot of umbrella research in there. Yeah. So once they have like the umbrella research, one thing lends lends to the other. They talk to like a CEO of like the new version of Umbrella, which brings them to Wesker and a hooded figure, which is three, two, one, Jill Valentine. Ah! <laughs> so Jill is working with Wesker, but guess what? She has a, this like cursed like necklace or something 
which it makes her like under Wesker's control. This is not a good game. I I, I hate to tell you, but six, five and six are not good games. I'm <laughs> confused. It's okay. Don't keep going. Well, I mean, think about having like Jill on your team. Like, don't you want like? I do want Jill on my team, but the cursed necklace bit. <laughs> I don't know. That's like, a confusion. That must have been in like games I'm not mentioning in this podcast. <laughs> yeah, we're not mentioning those games in this podcast. So. So Chris has to fight Jill. Jill is broken from the curse, and she and not in her dying breath, but in her uh, almost unconscious breath. She's oh. just like find Wesker. Yeah. So she fi- they find Wesker. Wesker in- injects himself with a new virus called Oribos. Oh, or probably like uh the is it like the snake eating itself? Oribos. Uh, or- 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 I know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. If you know the snake eating itself, alchemical sort of uh, fig- uh, uh symbol that. Yeah, I, I believe it. So he dra- and drags them into a volcano, and this is where the best <laughs> the best bit of all Resident Evil happens. Yes! Chris, the boulder of a man, punches the actual boulder. <laughs> that boulder-punching <laughs> uh, ma- butthole. <laughs> yeah, people have been making fun of this, uh, this reference for, like, years. It's so funny. So he actually kills Wesker in this title, and Wesker, like, basically like, falls into the lava where he is j- rescued by Jill, who is flying the plane now. Oh, so Chris... Yeah, Chris is rescued by... Yeah, yep. and then, like, this kind of just, like, goes into, like, a whole, like, Chris is having an accidental crisis now, and he's like, what am I doing at this point in my life? I feel that. Go off, King. So I'm going into my favorite title, Resident, Resident Evil, Evil 6. 6. So the thing about Resident Evil 6, it is very confusing. There are six characters between three different plot lines, and none of the plot lines are necessarily good. Oh, great. So we start with, uh, in December of 2012, Jake Mueller, which is Wesker's son, mm-hmm. is stuck in this, I want to say, it's, maybe it is a real country, but I don't know. Edonia? No. I want to say it's a fake country. It's not definitely a fake country. Where it, he, it's, like a, it's, it's probably like a parody of Estonia. <laughs> uh, probably. Where he is rescued by Division of Security Operation, DSO, and Raccoon City survivor, Sherry Birkin. Girl! Where they had to figure out how... Where Jake is needed for this new C-virus because he has antibodies. Okay. So like he's the only way... Very much like Sherry, he's the only way to really like cure this. Oh, that's cool that Sherry's the one helping. I want to say Sherry and Jake's plotline were probably... Were like very like cute and romantic. Oh. I but, also just want to see Sherry again. I love her. So eventually, Chris and his new partner, Pierce... Partner number five. Partner number five. <laughs> shows up to, to rescue them, but is... Is uh, approached by a clone of Ada, which is Evil Ada. Evil Ada, she has a that, name. Yeah, I, I just name. call her Evil Ada. So she she affects all of uh, Chris's team. They all get infected with the C virus. Is bad. Chris goes into a full mental mental block and has like a rage blackout. What? Now, I'm reading yes. the thing you wrote here where it says a state of post-traumatic amnesia. This is from Wikipedia. I I kid you not. I'm also gonna go through this very quickly. So. Oh, yeah. So Leon is, Leon is back in America where he has to fight off the C-virus with a Secret Service member named Helen Harper. Okay. And they later go to China. But before they go to China, they find the real Ada that Ooh. says, someone's impersonating me and you, ha- you can't trust them. I'm trying to bring down Umbrella for the last time. Okay. So they go to China where all six of them go in there, but at like different points. So the C virus is like it hits China like through a missile. It's all in the streets. It's ugly. Yeah. So they find Simmons from from the <gasps> right, family, right? Which is he—he's the one who essentially created the C virus, and like 
he's like, you're all mine now. We need to get rid of Leon, but I need Jake to make the to make the cure for it. Right. Eventually, eventually Simmons is defeated by Leon and Helena, but all, as well as uh, Ada, yeah. who helps them. And after that, they all kind of like go and like they're like kind of like separate ways like uh, i believe sharon and jake kind of still are defeating bioweapons but aren't like together or anything you never hear from helena again leon is doing some uh some government stuff as well as pierce dies in this entry (laughs) so with all the members of umbrella dead is really like the second official second end of the umbrella corporation mm-hmm. which brings us to the last two games in the in the series seven and eight so i'm not going to talk m- a lot of the content in seven and eight because they don't really have a lot to do with umbrella and also the most fairly new look up a walkthrough <laughs> well the most that is that um mia which is ethan's wife is working yeah. for a not umbrella she's, working she's not for working for umbrella she's working for like an unknown corporation that deals yeah. with bioweapons yeah. which is what evelyn is which yep. spot which creates the events of seven where ethan is stuck with the baker family who are infected has, to, by has to fight through the whole baker family to get later rescued by chris who is working for blue umbrella you might say what is blue umbrella it is the next variation of the umbrella company but it's more like kind of like a paramilitary operation i think it's a lot i think it's a lot of aid i think yeah like kind of like aid and aid and rescue kind of thing yeah where like that was made a few years after the initial dissolution of umbrella in 2007 but they also work with the b bsaa but they're not mutually exclusive with Mm -hmm. each other Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so it's interesting to see how like like what i said this whole episode how it starts with chris fighting umbrella saying umbrella bad to working with them and actually being a part of umbrella essentially Crazy. So that's what happened in like seven, seven and eight is essentially more like an Ethan game. Like yeah. Chris is in it, but like again, there's not like a big thing of Umbrella. The most you learn from Umbrella there is that like the four houses, and but from uh, Mother Miranda, is what inspired both the logo for Umbrella and like the research of it, which was made by Spencer. Yeah. I got it right this time. <laughs> and at the end of the at the end of the game. Ethan sacrifices himself, and uh, me and Rose kind of have to live without him. While Partner number six down. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that, because um, he kind of it, is Chris's partner. Yeah, and uh, essentially Chris just sets up a, another BSAA operation in the village, and, and that's in Shadows of Rose. He's trying to get Rose to be part of the Hound yeah. Wolf Squad. So that's essentially the rundown of it, but. My last, my last, like, kind of just, like, two-minute section is kind of just, like, what does this mean? So, like, the main, like, question is, like, why? Because Umbrella, like, it's only a matter, like, what is Umbrella planning at this point? Because, like, (gasps) it just, it doesn't make sense because they start, like, with eugenics. Yeah. And start with kind of just, like, making, like, the superior superhuman race. Yeah. To, let's just save people from bioweapons, like. At this point, I'm assuming that. Literally nothing, there are no remnants of the old umbrella left, and this is, for some reason, they decided to continue using the umbrella logo, but colored the red parts blue, which I think is a stupid decision. I know it's 
at least in Capcom, Capcom's continuity, Frozen Evil is an iconic logo. But I think making a new logo or just having it be the BSAA would have been a better idea. Yeah, I think... It's confusing. I would have liked for them just to, like, stick with the BSAA and yeah. not, like, bring, like, another umbrella title in. Because then you have, like, people like me, where it's just, like, kind of, like, conspiracy a little bit, where it's just... What is umbrella? Evil? Yeah, what is umbrella planning? Because like, why are they continuing to use the umbrella for everything? Like, it yeah. just, it just feels like there's like some like looming question of like umbrella is planning something in the background that we don't really know about. Because especially now we have new context for how umbrella was created with Spencer learning under Miranda, and that ins- then when they go their separate ways, he founds umbrella with Ashford and Marcus. Yeah, like, um, it just, like, brings up, like, a lot of questions of, like, what's next for Umbrella? Yeah. Are, is this, like, a front for something? Are they being, like, 100% genuine with it? Resident but, Evil 9. Yeah, oh, my God. Let's hope it's a good game. Woo! Um, yeah, but that's kind of just, like, everything I have. Um, because, like, I just thought it was just, like, kind of just the change of everything I think yeah. was very interesting to it's, see. It's a little off-putting. Yeah, but, you know, like... With every game game series, there are good games and there are very bad games. And then there's Resident Evil 5 and 6. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Resident Evil 5, 6, and 8. Absolutely. See? You agree with my controversial take. 8 is average at best. Uh, yeah. It's, it's not 6, but it's not yeah. great. Yeah. Uh, so, since we only have a few minutes left, let's just do the outro now because we have nothing else to say. Okay, so thank you for listening to Fandom Fair here on, hold on, 90.3 WMSC Upper Montclair. I hit that exactly at the five minute. Nice. Uh, so if you want to listen to us in other places or if you didn't catch all of the show, uh, I recommend our backlog, which is on Spotify and Google Podcasts. It is just our names. So it's F-A-N-D-O-M-F-A-R-E. Our Twitter and our TikTok are the same Twitter. That is more most likely where you're going to find um, when we're going live. TikTok, if you want to watch funny bits. I don't think there's a lot of funny bits in this one. No. No. Maybe the boulder. But... The boulder bit. <laughs> I think the funny bit was when... What were we talking about? It was... Oh, no! When you talked about Mother Miranda, but I think that was in the last hour... The hour before this one. Dang it! When you did the... Or mama... <laughs> that was a funny bit. <laughs> Miss Mother Miranda, mama, mama, mama. That was a funny bit, but it's lost to time now. It's well, all right. Well, you can re- just record that last minute. I just said it again. You're right. That's fine. Work. <laughs> Work. Okay. Um, and then our Instagram, which is sadly fandom underscore fair. So it's F-A-N-D-O-M underscore f-a-r-e because instagram won't give me fandom fair i really have to uh email them about that uh so brush your teeth wash your sheets um take a shower because you're kind of stinky touch some grass if it's warm enough yes uh it is right now or it's not raining because ew what grass um thank you for listening uh do self-care go eat food drink some weber and have a lovely, lovely day or evening or night or whatever you're experiencing at the moment. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye.